This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. We can all agree we have a moral obligation to ensure strong, healthy, resilient communities for future generations. I think that's an applause line. Ah, yes, a little Jeb Bush moment for Nanny Pelosi there. I think that's an applause line. And all the dim-witted seals start clapping their fins together. You know, Democrats, not the brightest bunch in the world. Gender dysphoria. Don't you think their kids should be taken away from them? If you're a registered Democrat, maybe uh, armed troops should come by your home and bash your door down with rifle butts and take your children away before it's too late. What do you think, Michael? Sure, why not? Yeah, I think so. It's kind of where we are. Those are our kids. Yeah, that's right. Those are our kids. Got to stop thinking of those kids as being your property. That's uh, I learned that on MSDNC. Those kids of yours aren't really kids of yours. How dare you? This is an outrage. So uh, crazy, man, crazy. Listen, we uh, just talked about the lunatics at CNN and MSDNC who were triggered by President Trump using the term riggers on a truth social media posting uh, because he's talking about people that uh, he said, the uh, crazy lefties in Atlanta and beyond, they never went after those that rigged the election. They only went after those that fought to find the riggers. The riggers, and uh, you know, if you have a dictionary and Jake Tapper doesn't, and of course the Reverend Al Charlatan doesn't know what a dictionary is, I doubt he's ever picked one up, uh, and uh, the uh, Riggers had said it rhymes. Al Sharpton said it rhymes with a racial slur. Therefore, it's a dog whistle of some kind, which means nobody can hear it because it's a dog whistle. And they uh, they went crazy at CNN and MSDNC over that because they're nuts. In the meantime, the uh, crazy lefty who was raised by a member of the Black Panthers uh, who has a Swahili name, which is why you can't pronounce it Fanny. You have to pronounce it Fani. And all the fawning, lunatic, fake journalists in the United States are tripping over themselves to, to call her by her Swahili name, her the mispronounced Swahili name, uh, given, bestowed upon her apparently by her Black Panther father. Uh, not that there's anything racist about that. But uh, Fanny Willis, I'm going to call her Fanny, proposed March 4th start date for President Trump's Georgia election interference trial. And that's kind of interesting, the selection of that date, because the date is one day before Super Tuesday. 
in the 2024 presidential election. No accident, of course, that uh, she scheduled it that way because she's a radical. She's a political activist who is abusing her power. Should probably be charged with crimes like a conspiracy if you found that she she texted with anybody or emailed with anybody about setting the date and how it would be politically inconvenient for President Trump, then that, of course, would be collusion. It would be conspiracy. What else would it be? It would be a violation of the RICO statutes. We should probably pick her up on RICO violations and and put her in cuffs, orange jumpsuit, drag her away. Uh, but uh, that's not likely to happen because we live in a really filthy left-wing corrupt country right now in Atlanta, Georgia. It's all Democrats, and it turns out all the Democrats are corrupt. It's pretty amazing. So Fulton County District Attorney Fanny, the Swahili pronunciation, Fanny Willis, uh, daughter of her Black Panther father, has proposed a March start date for the trial of former President Donald Trump and 18 others on charges related to efforts to overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia. The Democrats tried to overturn the election results in 2000 in Florida, uh, and they took it all the way to the Supreme Court, and they raised hell. They're still complaining about it 23 years later. It's almost a quarter of a century later, uh, and the lunatics are still screaming about it, like uh, Terry McAwful, who was the chair of the DNC. Hillary Clinton is still saying that the 2016 election was stolen, was stolen from her, and that's okay. You get awards for that. You get money for that from the Russians, I think. But that's okay. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. Yay! They cheer having the election stolen from you. Because that really the IQ um, uh, issue with the Democrat Party, it's a, it's a race for the bottom. Pretty amazing stuff. The proposed pre-trial date by the radical extremist anti-Trump zealot Fannie Willis of the Black Panther Party, the proposed uh, pre-trial scheduling order filed on Wednesday proposes start date of March 4th. The date is one day before Super Tuesday in the 2024 presidential race. Why do they always have to bring race into it? As Trump seeks to return to the White House, this is the, uh, the, the story from uh, ABC Fake News. This is ABC Fake News. Uh, the proposed trial date also potentially conflicts with Trump's trial in New York on charges of falsifying business records, not like the Biden family or anything, in connection with a hush money payment made to adult film actress Stormy Daniels. Oh, Stormy. Days before the 2016 pre, uh, presidential election, and uh, that trial is currently scheduled to begin March 25th. A spokesperson for the Manhattan District Attorney, who's also a radical leftist political activist and extremist. And, you know, this is the rhetoric that we use now, right? The Democrats have defined the parameter, parameters of uh, the discussion or the debate. They have that kind of cultural power and information dominance, thanks to the fascist relationship that the Democrat Party has developed with the information oligarchs in the United States of America. Uh, it's an amazing time. So Willis, in Wednesday's filing, that's yesterday, also suggested that arraignment in the case should take place, quote, for the various defendants, end quote, three weeks from now during the week of September 5th. 
in light of the defendant Donald Trump's other criminal and civil matters pending in the courts of our sister sovereigns, their sister sovereigns. The state of Georgia proposes, see, that's radical language, isn't it? Our sister sovereigns, like sister soldier. The state of Georgia proposes certain deadlines that do not conflict with these other courts, just with the presidential election. Because once again, they're tampering with the presidential election and doing it in concert with uh, the uh, radical left-wing prosecutor in New York, which means they're operating across state lines, which means it becomes a federal case because they're colluding. And it's a conspiracy, you see, to uh, defraud the American people and to interfere with the 2024 presidential election. And therefore, they should all be brought up on charges by prosecutors, uh, Republican prosecutors, conservative, pro-American prosecutors. All of them should be brought up on charges and probably arrested for their tampering in yet another presidential election. So Trump and 18 others were charged Monday in a sweeping racketeering indictment. I think they're violating the RICO statutes as well for alleged efforts to overturn Georgia's election results. And the charges, of course, ABC News isn't going to report it because it's not a news organization. It's where George Stephanopoulos is their $17 million a year news anchor. He had no journalistic background. He was just the spokesman for Bill Clinton and then made into a $17 million a year news anchor because the Democrat Party has information dominance, part of the fascist merger of state and corporate power between the Democrat Party and the information oligarchs. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I don't know if we had, uh, I don't even know if we even used this uh, Fannie Willis soundbite from the other day where she went on a tirade against Trump and made it clear and she had a, like a crazy gleam in her eye and a smirk on her face railing about Trump and it was very personal. It was obviously very personal and she should probably be charged with a series of crimes uh, for abusing her power to target political figures that she disdains openly and um, gleefully, and she uh, and is now abusing her political power to attack the political enemies of her power uh, of her party, rather. Uh, and uh, that's that's just you know that's your Democrat party. The Fulton County clerk is a woman whose first name is Che, like Che Guevara. The prosecutor, how many uh, people do you know whose first name first name is Che? How many women do you know whose first name is Che? Do you think that she was named for Che Guevara by her radical parents or parent? I wouldn't want to assume too much. <clears throat> the Fulton County clerk explains mishap over charges accidentally being posted online before the Trump indictment, which apparently lit a fire under Zwahili Black Panther prosecutor Willis and got her to speed up the announcement of the indictments because a county clerk named for apparently Che Guevara um, and her her pal, the prosecutor, um, with her Zwahili first name, raised by her Black Panther father. This is the Democrat Party. It's the end of civilization. Oh, but remember the Washington Post piece yesterday said if Republicans say it's the end of democracy, then that's equivalent to violence. Right, That's what the Washington Post said yesterday. But Democrats say that all day, every day, that Trump being elected would be not only the end of our democracy, it's a republic, but uh, they don't know that. 
Uh, but you know, you know Mike, Michael Beschloss, I always love that one. Michael Beschloss tell you about how if the Republicans won in the midterm elections, they would kill your children. Right? Uh, it, it's amazing. And uh, the Fulton County clerk, apparently named for Che Guevara, her name is Che Alexander. She's a radical. The headline is, I am human. I thought of John Merrick, the elephant man. I am human. I am not an animal. I am human, in quotation marks is the headline. Fulton clerk explains mishap over charges accidentally posted before Trump indictment. The story from WSB, Welcome South, brother, in Atlanta, Georgia. Fulton County is the dateline. The Fulton County clerk of courts is fessing up that she messed up and accidentally publicly released indictment charges against former President Donald Trump. That's even though the grand jury was still deliberating and hadn't made any decisions on charges. And then, lo and behold, the charges that were accidentally posted online were the very same charges that the grand jury decided to announce later, even though they hadn't deliberated yet. So they accelerated the process because they're a lynch mob. They're the Democrat Party. Give them a rope and a tree, and you know what happens next. That set off a media firestorm that had Trump's team questioning the grand jury process. No kidding. They should probably be charged for questioning the grand jury process. Charged with felonies, no doubt. Channel 2 Action News reporter Tom Jones. It's Tom Jones. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Spoke exclusively with Che Alexander about the incident. She said she was under, uh, she really is she, because we really want to, uh, you know, assume too much. She was under a lot of pressure to make sure the process went smoothly in trying to be perfect. She said she made a mistake. She was only trying to be perfect. It was, it was just her goal of being perfect. She said she hit send instead of hitting save. But wait a minute, the charges had not actually been uh, agreed upon by the grand jury, and they already had them lined up and summed up in an email, and that was, uh, that was fine because, you know, uh, Democrats, you know how they are. Just amazing. Amazing stuff. <clears throat> she said she had nothing to do with the DA's office, even though they had the charges lined up and everything, and, uh, and that's no big deal. But uh, Che Guevara, Alexander, she accidentally posted the charges before the grand jury had agreed to the charges, so the Democrats there already had them lined up, and uh, there ought to be arrests. There ought to be arrests in this, and charges. There ought to be charges, a long list of charges. And uh, not just Che Guevara Alexander, but, um, you know, maybe we should have uh, Fanny Zwahili Willis, uh, Black Panther father, uh, have her charged in this too, because a lot of charges have to go, go around. There are a lot of charges to go around. A lot of people, a lot of charges. And there you have it. And I've got more because this is a lynch mob. The Democrat Party is the party of lynching and lynch mobs. And uh, they're maintaining that tradition. Hey, breaking news. President Joe Biden's plan to introduce a digital dollar is already underway. And it's vital to understand the potential consequences. Contrary to their claims, believe it or not, this whole crazy idea may not be in your best interest. And time is of the essence. So taking action now is absolutely necessary to protect yourself and your future, your financial future, your retirement. You can help 
protect your savings from the risks of the digital dollar by diversifying with gold and silver IRAs. Call the experts at American Alternative Assets. We love American Alternative Assets. They are great. Call them today at 888-4-GOLD-20. 888-446-5360. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5360. Call them today and get smart. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah. You know, this is Democrat politics by other means. They they call it lawfare, using the law as a form of warfare against their political enemies. You know, those terrible people that join the military and raise patriotic children and have flags in their front yards. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. How many mass murderers have sauntered across the southern border while Joe Biden has been president? And and how many Democrats could care less? That's coming up. Let's go to the telephones uh, now, Michael. Let's go to let's go to Mark calling from Landover Hills, Maryland. Mark, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Top of the day to you, buddy. Great job as usual. I was just telling Jasmine that. These people that we talk about that are absolute, uh, I don't know, morally bankrupt, whatever you want to call them or whatever, but uh, you're so right in pointing out their lack of knowledge and common sense. And, Chris, you do a great job with it. And I don't know how somebody that's in a position of authority, like the gentleman that uh, made the comment about what Donald Trump said about rigors and turned it into a racial slur, but his... His talent pool is so shallow, Chris, like most of those folks, that if you threw a rock into it, the ripples would never make it to the edge. I mean, I don't know what to say about them anymore, buddy. They're just, you can tell that they, they aren't very well read and they're pretty ignorant about, you know, history and life in general. And they're definitely ignorant about common decency, you know, civility and, you know, scientific fact, reasoning, and logic and common sense, man. It's just incredible, Chris. Well, and the English language, and I think if you're a CNN anchor man and they're paying you seven figures, maybe you should be slightly more familiar with the English language than Jake Tapper apparently is as a former Democrat Hill staffer. He, uh, yeah. pres- President Trump used the word riggers, the people who rigged the election, and if he had a dictionary, if he had a, a vocabulary, he would know that, but Jake Tapper said he's not familiar with that word. Well, you know, Chris, I was telling Jasmine is they, 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 my dad used to say this. Maybe other folks did too, but they, they had a saying in the old days, it was called straws. And that's what they're constantly doing. 
they're grasping at straws because they don't have anything. You can't go against people with common sense and that are conservative and know that that's one of the rules of life. Be conservative with your finances, which Joe Biden and this band of merry men know nothing about. That's probably why the press has the approval rating of child molesters. A word that I'm not particularly familiar with, riggers. Now, the, uh, the Democrats, I've been saying this for a very long time. Democrats view power as something to be abused. The left, because they're not liberals, they're the left. And uh, they believe that power is to be abused on behalf of their ideology. And you give a lefty who's raised by a Black Panther or a lefty whose parents named her after Che Guevara uh, a thimble full of power in Atlanta, Georgia, and they're going to abuse the hell out of that power because that's what it's for as far as they're concerned. They don't believe in integrity and, uh, you know, uh, crossing your T's and dotting your I's and sticking strictly to the law and the Constitution. That's not their bag. Their bag is advancing the agenda, the ideology, at all costs. Their, uh, one of their mantras is, by any means necessary, right? And uh, they, they could care less. you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. You know, that's a, a little uh, euphemism for murdering millions of people in the Soviet Union to achieve their, uh, their end goals. And these people are not liberals. They are the left. This is completely different. And, you know, the Cold War is back on. We thought we had won the Cold War and Soviet communism was gone. Putin lives on and he is a commie, KGB, Stasi, murderer, thug, uh, and, of course, the left here tries to associate mainstream Americans with Putin. Everybody's a Russian mole and Russian activist and Hillary Clinton accusing Tulsi Gabbard, a Democrat member of Congress from Hawaii, uh, who's actually in Hawaii helping the people of Hawaii, unlike Joe Biden, uh, and accused her of being a, a Russian operative. Right? This, is, uh, this is a big thing with that. They make tail gunner Joe McCarthy look like a, uh, a demure retiring type. Just uh, just extraordinary what these people have become. But the abuses of power are everywhere. They're in uh, New York. They're at the Justice Department. They are Merrick Garland. They are the leadership of the FBI. They are the leadership of the CIA uh, under Mike Morell, Michael Morell, and of course John Penitentiary face Brennan, uh, abusing their powers to try to and successfully corrupt a presidential election with their felonious 51 letter that falsely insinuated that the Hunter Biden laptop had all the earmarks of Russian disinformation. They're pathological liars. They're psychopaths. They're criminals. They tampered in our presidential election. They abused their power and their, their powerful positions and their titles and their backgrounds to, to uh, because they're crazed, their insane, rabid hatred of Donald Trump. They abused their powers. Uh, they probably would have uh, abused their powers uh, anyway, I think, before President Trump came along. But, uh, but never mind that. And now you've got these radicals, the you know spawn of Che Guevara and the Swahili spawn of the Black Panther movement, uh, abusing their powers to lynch their political enemies. And that's what they're doing. 19 people charged President Trump plus 18, including the White House chief of staff. 
And a great call yesterday from one of our wonderful listeners. So looking forward to the trial because these federal trials, there are no cameras allowed in federal court proceedings. But in a state court proceeding in Georgia, cameras are allowed. And I'd love to see the cameras in there. I'd love to join the legal team just as an advisor and put up big screens in the courtroom and uh, show you the videos of of the Democrats stuffing the ballot boxes late at night and the people driving in their cars from location to location after a couple of nights wearing blue surgical gloves uh, to deposit the stacks of ballots in various drop boxes and going from place to place night after night. Who are these people? I want them in there under oath, under threat of prison for life. Not really, but that's, you know, they uh, 2,000 years in prison. Uh, speaking of, uh, of uh, which, the, the Democrats are the party of open borders and transgender children, among other things. And I've got a couple of stories on the transgender children and Democrats today, too, because this is really a sick movement, and it is a movement by the Democrat Party. But open borders, a, a movement by the Democrat Party as well. And here's one headline. ICE agents arrest MS-13 gang member on El Salvador's top 100 lists. Wow. Is that, uh, that going to be a problem? Uh, and uh, here's the subheadline: Brazilian military officer wanted for 2015 massacre. I'm sorry, what? What are you talking about? A Brazilian military officer captured inside the United States of America who was wanted for a massacre? Well... U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, which the Democrat Party despises, and many uh, members of Congress, Democrats, have talked about disbanding and doing away with Immigration Customs Enforcement, ICE, you know. Immigration Customs Enforcement agents arrested two violent criminals this week, wanted in El Salvador and Brazil. They include an MS-13 gang member on El Salvador's top 100 list, and a Brazilian military officer involved in a 2015 massacre. They were both in the United States because of Joe Biden and the Democrats and their open border policies. The MS-13 gang member was previously deported and recently illegally entered the United States again. It's unknown for how long the Brazilian has been in the United States. On August 11th, U.S. Immigration Customs Enforcement Removal operations, they, they call them enforcement removal operations, so they call it ERO because everything has to be reduced to a, an abbreviation or an acronym. In New Orleans, uh, agents apprehended an MS-13 gang member on El Salvador's top 100 most wanted list. Juan Carlos Portillo, 29 years old, a fugitive from El Salvador, was wanted for aggravated kidnapping, attempted aggravated homicide, aggravated extortion, terrorist organization, deprivation of liberty, that means kidnapping, and aggravated homicide. You'd think you'd put aggravated homicide at the top of the list of offenses. Wouldn't that be the, the, the number one? I'd think so. Portillo is also known as Juan Alberto Zamora Zamora. He liked Zamora so much he said it twice. He's also known as Jose Alberto Lopez Lopez. He liked Lopez so much he, uh, he said it twice. And his MS-13 gang name is Piranha, you know, like the uh, fish that uh, eats your flesh and kills you. According to Immigration Customs Enforcement, a warrant was issued for his arrest in El Salvador 
March 11th, 2014. And uh, we had him and we deported him and then he just walked back in because Joe Biden. On December 7th of 2022, Border Patrol agents arrested Portillo near Hidalgo, Texas uh, in the Rio Grande Valley. We call that the RGV. Now we call it the RGV, right? Because we're also familiar with all this stuff now. They then um, uh, pro, uh, 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 processed him for uh, expedited removal and ERO um, uh, um, uh, agents removed him to El Salvador December 23rd. But then, uh, hey, surprise, surprise, he's back in the United States because he escaped from there because MS-13 runs the country. And then he just sauntered back into the United States of America because Joe Biden wants him sharing a bedroom with your daughter. That's uh, your Democrat party. Pretty amazing stuff. Now, that's your MS-13 guy, the Piranha. His nickname is Piranha. His gang name is Piranha. Now, uh, ICE, Immigration Customs Enforcement, which the Democrats want to disband, posted a uh, statement yesterday on their website. ERO, here's ERO again. Boston arrests former Brazilian military officer convicted of multiple murders in 2015 Brazil massacre. Well, that's uh, that's pretty good. But but here's the thing about this guy. This is completely berserk. Let me go to the story from up there in uh, the Boston, New Hampshire area. Man convicted of 11 murders in Brazil massacre arrested working a job in a Rye, New Hampshire home. I'm sure the family was very happy to find out that uh, this guy, oh no, he was a good guy. An on-the-run Brazilian recently convicted for 11 murders in a 2015 massacre was working a job site at a Lock Road home where he was arrested this week, according to Rye Police Chief Kevin Walsh. Antonio Jose de Ebru Vidal Filho, 29 years old. That's too many syllables, pal, you know. My name is Chris Plant. That's two syllables. It's almost like one syllable, but it's two. Chris is one, and then, and then Plant is one. That's uh, much easier than Antonio Jose de Ebru uh, uh, Vidal Filho. 29 years old, a former Brazilian military police officer, was arrested in Rye, a seacoast New Hampshire town, on Monday afternoon, according to U.S. Immigration Customs Enforcement, Vidal Fijo, a uh, San Luis, Brazil native, whom Interpol issued a red notice on charges of murder, attempted murder, physical torture, mental torture, was convicted in June in a Brazilian criminal court. He was sentenced to 275 years and 11 months in prison. you got to get that 11 months in there, just in case he survives the 275 years. Plus 11 months in prison for his involvement in the November 2015 Curio Massacre in Brazil. The 11 murders occurred in the Curio neighborhood in the city of Fontolenza, uh, according to ICE. So here he is. He was convicted of 11 murders. And he escaped because, you know, that happens a lot. So Vidal Filho was convicted by a criminal court in Brazil, along with three other military police officers, for the slayings of 11 people, three attempted homicides, and torture in the poor suburbs of Fortaleza, the capital of 
Sierra State. So uh, Vidal Firo attended the trial remotely because he was too dangerous to bring into the into the courtroom. As he had fled Brazil for the U.S. in 2019, online site G1 reported. In total, some 20 police officers are standing trial for the massacre. But uh, never mind this. So what was he doing in Rye, New Hampshire? Well, he was working at a Rye home on Lock Road, either as a self-employed construction worker or employee of a construction company, the police chief said. He was not living in Rye at the time of his arrest, was coming into the town to work. This is what Joe Biden and the Democrats are doing, and this is going on all over the country. Eleven murders, former military police, massacre, torture, convicted, sentenced to more than 275 years in prison, escaped, came to the United States, open border. Joe Biden was there waving him in. Maybe it was Kamala. Waving him into the United States. And they made it made his way to New Hampshire, of all places, where he's working at some unsuspecting family's home. What's the what's the big, right? Hmm? Eh, eh. The Boston Enforcement and Removal Operations Branch of ICE alerted Rye police of their upcoming operation roughly 24 hours before it occurred, Police Chief Walsh added. The Rye Police Chief credited the department's relationship with local, county, state, and federal law enforcement agencies. See, Democrats don't want to work with ICE to remove illegal aliens who are mass murderers in Brazil because they hate law and order, they hate law enforcement, they hate the police, they hate America, uh, they love mass murderers and open borders. So uh, he credited, yeah, they got a good relationship with ICE. So ICE contacted him, they came and they arrested the mass murderer, the convicted mass murderer, sentenced to 275 years and 11 months in prison there. I trust my federal partners, the chief said. They're great at making sure our community stays safe. And that's what their focus and goal was. They were accurate with everything and precise. But the Democrats, you see, don't work. And Democrat jurisdictions all over the country don't work with ICE. They don't cooperate with ICE. So the mass-murdering, torturous, escaped convicts are welcome in Democrat communities because... Democrats. The apprehension of this very dangerous foreign fugitive is an outstanding example of of the professionalism and expertise of the officers of the enforcement and removal operations of ICE in Boston. Boston Field Office Director Todd Lyons said in a prepared statement. So an Interpol, you know, the international police organization, a red notice is a request to law enforcement worldwide to locate and provisionally arrest a person pending extradition. The Democrats, you, know, you see that the, uh, the governor of Massachusetts signed a, uh, their budget, and their budget provides for in-state tuition for illegal aliens, for all their universities. I want this guy to go to Harvard. I think this guy should, uh, he should probably get a slot at Harvard. Maybe he should be teaching at Harvard. That might be better. Um, that's, uh, that's crazy, man. Crazy. Yes, it is. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm telling you, you know, uh, CBD is everywhere. CBDs are going into everything these days. And my friends at generic CBD have infused CBDs into their number one best-selling deep penetrating muscle and joint cream. 
Now, let me tell you, take a look at the reviews online. Everybody loves this stuff. It's amazing. It melts right into your knees, elbows, shoulders, back, especially those stiff hands and fingers. goes to work in a matter of seconds. And even my best girl says it's a fantastic moisturizer. So the company is called GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them before. They sell premium CBD products for a whole lot less cash. And they're great sponsors of our humble radio broadcast and, and America. And right now, you can try their muscle and joint cream for free. That's right, it's free. You pay $2.95 for the shipping and handling, but don't worry, it's not a subscription. There are no strings attached. They just want you to try it because they know you're going to buy more for yourself, for your mom, for your friends at work. People love it. Get your free sample today at genericcbd.com. That's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D.com. Genericcbd.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. So this is Joe Biden's open border. I can assure you CNN is not going to talk about the mass-murdering, torturing Brazilian fugitive captured by ICE because it might reflect negatively on Joe Biden and the Democrats. word that I'm not particularly familiar with, riggers. Uh, Jake Tapper, his vocabulary is somewhat limited. He's a television person, you know. Everything's scripted for him. President Trump used the word riggers. Jake Tapper doesn't know the word. Therefore, it's racist because he's ignorant. Donald Trump is racist. That's how that works when you're a member of the Democrat Party, which gave us the Confederacy, the Klan, Jim Crow, and standing at schoolhouse doors. Let's, uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Scott calling from Virginia. Scott, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Well, hello, Chris. Uh, I was just listening to you going down the road, and I'm going to be fishing with my wife this weekend on Chesapeake Bay, and I got to thinking, I'm fishing with outriggers and downriggers, and I didn't know it was so bad, but the sad part is I'm fishing for Spanish mackerel, so what's that make me? I feel like I'm <laughs> a bad person all of a sudden. Are they illegal Spanish mackerel? Uh, they might be. In fact, I might have to check them for their cards when they get on the boat. But all the same, I, and then, but then the good news is I'm going to fly the Let's Go Brandon flag with it. So we're going to have the whole setup. So, but uh, just unbelievable, unbelievable. That, that is a uh, that's a great idea. An American flag, a um, uh, Let's Go Brandon flag on the boat, fishing for uh, Spanish mackerel and. Uh, you know, with your outrigger, and and that's on the Chesapeake Bay. Sounds like a great American weekend. I, I think, and I have my black lab with me too, my dog. So we're going to have the whole setup on the boat out in the middle of Chesapeake Bay and have a great time. Wait a minute, black uh, lab, but, that's a dog. And then uh, Spanish mackerel, I got to tell you, this is in, a, in an outrigger boat. Better not let CNN hear about this because... You know, they'll stake out your house waiting for the FBI raid in the pre-dawn hours. (laughs) 
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.